and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Huggy Bear. How are you doing? Um, I am awake. <laughs> yes. Uh, time zones are a magical thing. Yeah, time zones are the best. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm good. Uh, um, it's uh, looking to uh, be a beautiful day here in uh, the south of Sweden. Very nice. And for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. Um, my name is uh, Hugo, um, uh, also known as Huggy Bear. Um, I live in uh, Sweden, uh, namely the south of Sweden, in a small town called uh, Lund. Um, I have been playing miniatures games since uh, the late 90s, um, mainly Warhammer Fantasy, um, and then I transferred into War Machine, and uh, in uh, when, when this game got released, I just uh, followed along since um, uh, it was created by some of the guys that used to do War Machine, um, mainly Will Schick and uh, Will Pagani. Um, designers who I have great respect for, so uh, I was immediately convinced that this was going to be a great game. Um, funnily enough, I was actually not a Marvel fan uh, at all <laughs> at that point in time, but but the, this game has uh, brought that side out in me, and it also helps that I have a, a six-year-old son uh, who who just loves. Marvel characters, so um, it's uh, sort of a, a way of uh, of communicating with him uh, as well. Very nice. Um, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, and uh, I I work in a publishing house um, doing uh, nonfiction books about history. Um, so yeah, that's that's, that's really cool. uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a really nice work. It's a lot of work, but. Yeah. But it's fun. Uh-huh. Now, as I must ask with basically all of my guests, what uh, character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Um, I think I want to say Jessica Jones um, as a <laughs> uh, an alternative leader for Defenders. Um, I love a lot of the defenders uh, uh, roster and um i'm just a, a little bit saddened that they they currently are not viewed as um very strong since they lack um they only have a five cost leader and have only lack any real compelling tactics cards but um so a new leader for defenders uh jessica jones would be great um or perhaps a a third uh, iteration of uh, Matt Murdock. I want to see a version of Jessica Jones before another Daredevil. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Uh, I, I am such a big like proponent of Jessica Jones, the second leader of the Defenders. It is. It is. I did a series of articles a while ago about secondary leaders I want to see for each affiliation, and she was the top of the list for Defenders. Yeah, and I, her show was great. Yes. It really, really was. Um, but that is not who we are here to talk about mainly. Who, are, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Um, I, my choice was Baron Mordo. Yes. Baron Mordo, who's a very interesting piece in this game. Now, of course, he is affiliated with Cabal and Convocation, so we will not be putting him in either of those places, but I think there's a lot of interesting options otherwise. Absolutely. Uh, so, is there a place that jumps out to you as a place you want to talk about putting him? Uh, my pick for that would be Asgard. Mm. Um, I just think that there are uh, there are a ton of synergies there. Um, he is... Uh, oh, where do I start? Um, I mean, his his main defining characteristic is, um, at least in my view, the ferocity of Sidorak. 
um, his uh, sort of budget Thanos um, ability. <laughs> yep. Uh, he can pay two power to add two dice to a an allied character's attack within three, uh-huh. uh, and then that character suffers one damage, which yeah. is a downside that <laughs> Thanos doesn't have. But in Asgard, the leadership is that you can heal one damage for yep. one power. So that is mitigated, mitigated there. And then uh, one of the sort of weaknesses uh, of Asgard is the um, swinginess of uh, Thor's dice, I think. Um, yeah. We've all been there with, like, you for Asgard, and then you roll <laughs> un- an unsatisfying attack roll, and then he's just sad. Uh-huh. But if he had two additional dice on that attack, uh, chances increase uh, rapidly that he actually will get that uh, one crucial damage through and stagger the opponent, or even uh, getting the all-important wild to to throw him or her. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent fair, um, and that leads me into my first suggestion, which is the spider foes. Mm, love that one too. We talk about a team that loves extra dice. Doc Ock is a character that loves extra dice. And so does Venom, especially since he can trigger it on, use it every counterattack. Yep. Oh, yeah. Even in the opponent's turn, I think. Yes. Yes. Yes, that is allowed. Um, and don't forget about Lizard. Yep. Who, who immediately heals uh, the one damage with his healing factor. Yep. So there, there's a lot to go with on, um, the, with the philosophy of Sidorak when you're in Spider Fest. Um, Definitely. The other place that immediately jumps to mind for me is uh, leveraging his other really unique ability, which is Soul Bond. And that is amazing Peter leadership. Mm, you're right. Didn't think of that. Because uh, you can. Spend one action to walk to get into position. Spend an action to gain two power. Suddenly you have three power. Spend one power to give them slow. Spend two power to give every enemy character within three slow. <laughs> or, sorry, every enemy character within two slow. It is range three target, range two explosion. That's very funny, actually. Yeah. And then suddenly the rest of your turn can be expending those slows to reposition the people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, and that's just something you can do every turn, no matter what. And uh, not to mention it uh, can spread out the uh, all-webbed-up turn uh, yep. all across the board. Mm-hmm. No longer limited to uh, within three. But Amazing Peter does that pretty easily anyway, because you just need to spend the power before your first attack to give them slow, and suddenly, ta-da, they are all whipped up. Definitely. Um, on a, a, a side uh, side um, note from Spider-Foes is that um, they are uh, quite close to... Uh, they have a lot of overlap with uh, Criminal Syndicate, yep. um, where... He also has his um, uh, vaulting boots of Valtor, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, quite fun, where he can, if he's pushed off a point, uh, he can pay two to immediately advance short and get yep. back on the point. Yeah, um, is Which useful. is uh, definitely. Um, I will say that has become, like, pushes have become less and less the thing compared to advances. Yeah. But that is still a useful piece of tech. Um, absolutely, especially against uh, the affiliations that have decent game into Criminal Syndicate, like uh, Wakanda and uh, Web Warriors. Yep. Um, other places to look at. Um, um, of course, uh, th- there is uh, an obvious case for him in uh, Steve's Avengers. Yep. Where his um, uh, his uh, ferocity of Sidrak uh, goes down to a one in cost. Yep. Very well, fair. all of his superpowers too. 
but uh, yeah, so uh, uh, you can have some very cheap dice improvement there. Uh-huh. Uh, and there are a ton of compelling characters in uh, in Avengers. Yep. Um, Scarlet Witch, uh, boosted by Mordo, can do a ton of damage. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, you can you can basically just name any Avenger, and they will be great with uh, with uh-huh. two additional dice on their deck. Yeah. Uh, I also think Guardians of the Galaxy is an okay shout. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you, I don't think you want to put the tokens onto Mordo unless you're planning to do his Mystic attacks, which, once again, a source of Mystic. Always useful. Absolutely. Perhaps uh, he can uh, make good use of a winging a token late game when some of your other characters have either been dazed or KO'd and you have built up enough power to do one or two um, Reigns of Ragador. Yep. His spender, which is actually a really good spender. Yes, it is. Uh, But... The other thing I was thinking of is that you can use Velocity of Cinderac on the character that has the winging it token to give them more dice that they can potentially reroll. Because at times you can be like, success, success, skull, skull. And just having more dice allows you more room to have dice to reroll. Absolutely. It's a force multiplier. So what else? Uh, dark dimension. Um, yeah. Could probably be a thing. That's also very thematic. Yep. And just, I need to read Dormammu again quickly. Give me a second. Computer being slow. Dormammu. How does his power gem work? Okay. Sadly, you do not get power off of the damage tick from Velocity of Sidorak. No. But I still think it is an incredibly interesting place to have. And just moving Dormammu, a person who counts skulls up to eight dice sap power hex, seems scary. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then um, one last uh, idea, uh, I think, is that I, I really like... Uh, I've, I've sometimes uh, dojoed uh, him together with uh, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme as a package in Midnight Suns. Interesting. Where, uh, where a Sorcerer Supreme can teleport around with the... Uh, the bump, uh-huh. and then get and then get boosted by Mordo. And the uh, Midnight Suns have other characters too that like uh, the Mordo boosts. Oh yeah, like Voodoo and uh, uh, Blade. It basically becomes sort of an uh, convocation light, but yeah. with an active uh, active uh, hop rather than a reactive one. Yeah, for sure. Now, out of all of the stuff we talked about, is there a direction that jumps out to you as the one you want to build? Um, Asgard or Spider-Foes would be my my main picks uh, for this. Um, Asgard is the one that I think is more powerful, but Spider-Foes is the one that is more thematic. Um, growing up, I, I was loving the... Uh, uh, Spider-Man animated series uh, that was uh, on the air for like nine from '94 to '98 or something. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in that, Baron Mordo uh, was actually one of the Spider Foes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I've just always known him as the guy who shakes his fist at Doctor Strange. I actually think he was. He was the main villain for one of the seasons. He was trying to bring Dormammu into New York, and uh, he kidnapped Mary Jane, and uh, yeah, a ton of things. Yeah, I don't think that was the the Spider-Man show I grew up on, but that does make a lot of sense for a Spider-Man plotline. But yeah. um, So those two are are my... my, uh, 
would be my my main points of departure. And I'm just very comfortable with Spider-Verse, so let's go for it. Yeah. Um, let's. Because, as, as many viewers will know, I've been playing Spider-Verse for a long time. Uh, and it's just, it's a super fun team, and I think they're only getting better now. Uh, yeah. I think they deal with grunts really well. That is true. Uh, that is true. Uh, Sinister Traps is, uh, is also an amazing and uh, tactically very interesting card. Um, I'm also a, a, obviously a big fan of Spider-Foes. I, I just love... Um, I mean, basically, what, what makes a good superhero story is, is a compelling villain. Uh, and I think that all of the Spider-Foes um, have like are these like tragic individuals uh, who have compelling compelling background stories that most of them actually weren't uh, that bad to uh, to begin with. They were just like uh, the results of a, of an, a science experiment going wrong, or uh-huh. uh, yeah, so uh, or someone that uh, got mad, and yeah, so uh, it's. Um, uh, there's a, 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 an enormous gallery of, of really compelling uh, and interesting characters there. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I have also uh, dabbled in Spider-Foes uh, somewhat. Yep. Um, but I have identified a weakness among them, which is the um, energy pay-to-flips. Uh, uh, Spider-Portals overrun and uh, Deadly Meteors, because... Um, the symbiotes plus Mysterio um, aren't really happy running around and trying to flip energy uh, secures. Yeah, um, I can definitely see that. Yeah, and uh, and that so so that can make them really sad. But enter Baron Mordo. Yep, Baron Mordo is very good at. Green Goblin is also fairly solid at them, uh, and uh. I I also uh, think want to immediately get Dark Ark into this this uh, list because uh, I think Well Laid Plans is just becoming better and better of a card. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. When you can so... randomly spike a grunt off of the board that's holding an extract. Mhm. Oh, it's satisfying. So Goblin, Dark Ark, and Mordo. Yep. Um. We should probably put Lizard in here. Yes. Lizard is one of those characters that's just really good at this point. Yeah. And another character who makes really good use out of um, the ferocity of Sidrak is obviously Mysterio. Yes. Getting the ability to actually hit those triggers on his builders is is very important. Generating more power. (laughs) Yep. And advancing characters. Which we do yeah. love when characters get advanced. Especially when they advance towards the Sinister Traps. Yes. Um, so yeah, do we want to bring either of the symbiotes? Um, I would say why not both? <laughs> Very uh, fair. I mean... Venom is, is great. He's uh, he's good at uh, protecting people, and um, he can, he can heal himself with um, with We Are Venom, which is a, a very nice um, synergy with the uh, uh, so that he can remove the damage that he gets when Mordo uh, yep. uses Ferocity of Sidorek on him. Uh-huh. And uh, Carnage, um, uh, m- those two uh, two extra dice on him. Might be the, uh, um, the the small gust of wind that actually puts him over the top to to uh, hit that uh, paint the town red. Is it where he yes. gets to move and an additional attack, and then he gets to heal fully? Yes. So, um, so I played at my most most recent game day. I played Carnage in uh, Shadowlands Daredevil, and he was a monster. Hmm. Yeah. 
which is always fun. Just getting a reroll on every attack does a lot for him. So adding two dice, which is better than a reroll, is also very good. And you can stack that with Sadistic Glee. Yep. But that already puts up to seven characters. Yep. So, uh, um, so are there any affiliated Spider-Foes that we've forgotten here? Yes. We, we have left behind Mr. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, he, he might be the one who maybe has the least synergy with Mordo in particular, I think. Yeah. Um, he's not bad by any means, but he's mm -hmm. just... Um, he only has five stamina. Uh -huh. So um, there he's starting to... One damage on him that he doesn't have any natural ways of removing is starting to hurt a bit more. Yeah. Um, he starts to go down a bit too easy for me to yep. be comfortable with it. Uh, and also, uh, the two additional damage. Yeah, sure, he can generate some more power with his spear throw and, and whatnot. But yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not really the same, the same real synergy as the, the other characters that we've mentioned here. We also forgot to, forgot to mention um, uh, when you talked about Dr. Octopus and Sinister Traps that he counts wilds as double, which is uh, yes. also uh, another force multiplier that stacks really well with Ferocity of Sinister. Well, I've said for a long time, back in, back to the Thanos Spider-Fo days, Dark Ark is the best character to add dice to. Yep. Um, and we also forgot one other uh, character, uh, mm. which doesn't see a lot of play in Spider-Foes, is Kingpin. He's yeah. technically a Spider-Foe. Which is not because he's uh, bad by any means, but it's just that if you're bringing Kingpin, it's so easy to just slip into Criminal Syndicate. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't play well with the game plan of Spider-Foes as an affiliated section. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Kingpin is great at non-pay-to-flip secures. Yeah. Um, and uh, simultaneously, you have the weakness of the symbiotes on uh, two out of three. Um, pay-to-flips, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so th they're not really... They, they don't solve that problem for him. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, yeah, he, he, is, uh, he is definitely great. Um, maybe not a character that I would necessarily go for here, uh -huh. uh, since we're focusing on Mordo. And I'm, I'm not really seeing how Mordo does a ton for him. I mean, well, he, he loves power, for and, sure. And the interesting but, but thing he, is, um, he can inert to pain, or whatever his version of inert to pain, the damage from Sidorak. Hmm. Interesting. Is that a fact? Because if this character would suffer damage, it may use the superpower. Reduce the damage suffered by one. Does not say enemy effect. It does not say game effect. You can inert uh, intense physical conditioning cubes. And other such things. Yeah, yeah, that, that um, for sure makes his stock go up slightly. Yeah. Uh, at least in my book, um, his main problem is just that he's uh, slow. Yes. Um, so he doesn't get to make a ton of attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of the time, he's uh, just double moving to stand on a point and then possibly throwing someone. Yep. Um, and Mordo doesn't improve on that. Uh -huh. uh, Really? So, uh, but uh, yeah, he, he's, uh, he's definitely an option. And he can also be, be one, uh, a character to, to uh, whip out for meteors or uh, portals Fair together enough. with Mordor. Uh -huh. So, uh, a character I do want to talk about out of affiliation-wise, um, as a character that likes to attack and can heal off of the Mordo damage, uh, Omega Red. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's uh, very, very similar to um, to uh, Venom, uh -huh. but he can um, 
Uh, Mordo could uh, use um, uh, what was the name of the superpower again? Soulbarb. Yes. Soulbarb. Yeah. Uh, to spread poison around. Uh huh. To uh, pre prepare for um, Omega Red's uh, two automatic damage bubble. Yep. Death factor. Uh, but also. Yep. <coughs> Let me read for Mordo because I need to check the timing. Yes, you can get the poison. A, a green Goblin can put poison on people, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think that is one of his. Which, uh, which um, Mordo actually does himself, uh, too, with um, uh, the Reigns of Ragador. Yeah. So he got three, three people, who, uh, three characters who apply poison there. Yes. One second. I'm checking... I, I think I will have to dig into the rules form, um, but I think the damage trigger from Velocity uh, of Sidorak and the heal trigger from Carbonadium Coils occupy the same space. So you can order mm -hmm. them in whatever, so you can take the damage and then immediately heal it. Mm, yeah, b both of them are after attack is resolved, right? Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, so then you, you could do that, yeah. Also a nice synergy, for sure. Uh -huh. Also, in the loves to attack and can heal up damage, uh, let's talk about X-23. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, that is, She hits like a truck even without Mordo. Yep. Uh, I think, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah that, that's, uh, and um, if you bring her, then, then I think you're obviously bringing her sister along as well. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, also uh, is a big fan of uh, extra dice and uh, heals damage. <laughs> yep. And just the stacking of a purest spider foes we roll two extra dice and negative one to your dice. That's a lot of, like, adjustment. Absolutely, and the, uh, yeah, you can you can almost reach ridiculous levels, and the. the um, one superpower that we didn't touch on a lot on Mordo uh, is actually his Master of the Occult. Uh, I think we mentioned it just shortly, but um, the significance of that is actually uh, really high on turn one, yes. uh, round one, because you can create two power to have his um, his ferocity of Sidorak online immediately. Uh -huh. uh, and not only that, because that puts him to three power. So at the start of round two, he will once again be at two power. So he can use Ferocity of Sidorak again yep. before he is even activated. Yep. As long as you're and not that is really good. Uh, yeah, as long as you're And that is really good on the girls. Yes. Who like to start early with yep. their spenders and stuff. As long as you're not interacting turn one, yes. That does work. Yeah. And if you're interacting, you're you're just getting the one, uh, one of them, um, like either round one or round two, or you just have to activate round two before you use it. Yeah. Um, which can of course cause some inconvenience, but but uh, the power economy is is there at least. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think X twenty three is the definite get in for this list. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then of course she brings along, uh, Honey Badger. And that leaves us one official slot left. Uh, we talked about Omega Red. Um, there are a couple other things I kind of want to keep an eye on. Um, one of which is being Miss Marvel. Hmm. Intriguing. Um, enlighten me. Uh, it's... She gets so many rerolls. That she tends to outstrip her need for rerolls when she's in Embiggen mode. And adding extra dice, suddenly those rerolls matter more. Mm-hmm. And she is yeah, a four energy defense for when we need to do pay-to-flip scenarios. Also very true. I have been looking at uh, Miss Marvel in, in other affiliations. And I, I uh, sort of... I think that she... Uh, in order to really shine... She needs some affiliation that grants her extra power, 
but one of course one way of getting extra power is rolling more dice when attacking uh-huh. uh, and that is that is uh, what we're getting here uh-huh. and so, yeah also yeah. you can get more power by making your opponent's blocks go away yep that too um but just with the leadership yep she has a fairly consistent turn to polymorph uh, if you mm-hmm. set it up right. Um, and then once she polymorphs, I think, with Sidorak, you can really just start laying in and keeping that recursive train going. Yeah, and since she uh, transforms into her ambiguous form and has a large base, that yeah. makes it really easy to um, to get her into the range 3, three bubble uh, yeah. of Mordo. Which can sometimes be a nuisance, um, given the fact that you also want to be standing on points. Oh, yeah. That might be uh, a, a bit apart. And then she transforms back at the end of turn so she can get back on the point. Yep. Or a different point. Yeah. Maybe. Depending on how things are laid out. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's just another thing I wanted to keep in mind. Um. Uh, I think those are the major ones that jump out to me. Are there any other mm-hmm. out-of-affiliation yeah. characters that jump out to you? I, I was considering whether we actually need a 5 cost, but I'm not sure if we do. Um, one character... I mean, um, long movers with medium bases has been somewhat have been somewhat popular in... In Spider Foes, uh-huh. uh, because because you can play hammers and put sinister traps on the one hammer and then grab the other one and move back. Yep. Um, and uh, one thema- very thematic thing you can do is uh, play Amazing Spider Man and uh, paint him with his uh, symbiote Spider Man suit. Yep. So to it's... to fit him in fit him in thematically with the with the villains. Yeah. So the thing I am looking at doing now because uh, I have. I have played a day against uh, uh, Grunts, and the thing that I have found about Grunts is that they don't have an activation range. They don't have a tether range, which means I mm-hmm. have found a lot of people turn one, walk up Grunts, pick up the extract, walk to the backside of the board. Mm-hmm. And I so I am setting down my sinister traps on the back of that D, so they have to commit someone else to that position before the Grunt. Yeah. Good thinking. The grunt just dies. Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably doing something else like moving up the field and grabbing an extract there, but thus creating a chance for you to kill it. Yeah. It really messes with safety grunt situations. Safety grunt. (laughs) Like the safety dance, but much more annoying. That is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good song. Yeah. Uh, At least for partying. Oh, yeah. But speaking of those long movers that can go to the mid-range, uh, the one I would be looking at is Angela, because we are a very brawly squad. Yep. So getting... And we in- don't have that many characters that throw stuff yeah. uh, at least not big stuff and yeah. so she kind of so we have venom who can throw size three yeah uh, and we have green goblin who explodes terrain uh yeah that's true we uh, we have other shenanigans uh, yeah. including terrain that's 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 definitely true um but yeah and the uh, lizard think... can also throw size three um, yeah. Even though his his power economy makes it so that it doesn't happen that often, but then again, uh, we do have Mordo in here, so uh, yeah. there is a certain chance that he will be throwing uh, stuff uh, way more often than usual. Yep, uh, but I do think having the active throw in Angela is really good. Also, just Angelic Assassin is so good. Um, yeah, and we're going to be a very aggro team, so expending to get the extra dice on the first attack so that you can uh, Angelic Assassin into a second attack is always a good thing, I think. Do you realize that with Angela, we would be having all of the uh, 
um, frenzy characters in the same roster. Uh, we have Carnage with Paint the Town Red. Yes. We have X-23 with Frenzy and Angela with Angelic Assassin. Uh -huh. And it's not that far off to actually put them all three in one team. Yeah. I Although that would, have... us, that would leave us without Mordo, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, fun factoid for everyone at home, there is a new tactics card for Criminal Syndicate called No Mercy. Mm. Uh, that uh, you have to be Criminal Syndicate affiliated, but you can play it when you would day the character and you gain three power. Okay? Yep. Uh, that timing window, because it's wood days, not win you days. Or if this character days is uh, an enemy character, you do that before the trigger for Frenzy or Angelic Assassin or Paint the Town Red. So you will always have the power to uh get the uh frenzy attack off uh even if you spend down to zero if you're playing a criminal syndicate which is super scary and the uh, so the character using it uh, doesn't have to be uh criminals affiliated nope all right gotcha yeah that is correct very scary yep i'm like Surely this doesn't work this way. Go to the rules form. Yes, it does work this way. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, so then you can kick it off with a spender and then uh, automatically have the power to frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, swarms, beware. Oh, yeah. Or just anybody. Uh, I ran a team of Carnage, Killmonger, Shadowlands, Daredevil, X-23, and somebody else. Um, mm. And... Carnage was an absolute monster. I can see that. Uh, mostly because Killmonger got focused. So Killmonger went down and so Carnage didn't get touched and just got to go. Yeah, those two characters together is actually quite interesting because you really do have to focus down uh, both of them but might not have the resources to. Oh yeah. And I would say Carnage is actually the scarier of those two. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, Killmonger would be uh, the scariest for one big target, maybe. And Carnage, if there are a bunch of uh, medium uh, tankiness targets. Yeah. Maybe. Well, so the thing with him for me is that if you fail to go into Carnage one turn, he can erase that investment, unlike Killmonger. Mm -hmm. That's true. So yeah, but Angela would be the way I would think to go with five pointers. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Cool. Let's and get she's it. also very, very good at uh, flipping um, yes. energy uh, secures, yeah. Uh, she can flip two turn one fairly easily. Yep. Which is very scary. Indeed. So that is ten characters. So now we get into tactics cards. Uh, yep. uh, first secures, actually. First crisis. Then tactics cards. Uh, so what what uh, crises do we want to be playing? Um, I really like um, Mutant Madman yes. uh, with Spider-Foes mm -hmm. um, because uh, they have a ton of characters with uh, four physical defense. Or better. Or better, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I guess you could argue. And, and um, then I also like um, crises that have um, uh, points along the midline uh -huh. because that increases the effect of sinister traps. Yeah. Uh, so on something like extremists, you can put it on one of the side secures, mm -hmm. making it so that uh, the opponent uh, actually can't reach it mm -hmm. uh, with only one character. Uh, so needs to move two characters over there if they want to get that point and they suffer damage in the process. There are some counters to it, like, for instance, um, uh, deploying a medium move, medium base character exactly opposite that yeah. point. Mm 
someone like Lizard is uh, really good for that. Yep. Or if you have uh, a long mover with a um, medium base, uh, yeah. But that is not what they want to be doing. They want to move yep. up, grab something, and move back. So you're taking away their their shtick, uh, so to speak. One that so I... so extremists uh, would be a suggestion. Very fair. Uh, one that I want to point towards, uh, it's just something that I find extremely fun and I think is very scary with specifically Carnage, is intrusions. Yes. That is, that is an excellent crisis here. Yeah. Because, um, like, you can... You can set up Mordo in the middle and then just teleport Carnage to whichever flank he needs to be on and he murders everything, heals, yep. and then teleports out. And if you have Sinister Traps on one of the portals, yeah. um, it's going to become really dangerous oh, yeah. for uh, an opponent who, who, who wants to use the teleport. Well, I suppose that works. Um, uh, for uh, ourselves as well, but... But as soon um, as they whiff that teleport roll, mm -hmm. you teleport them right into the sinister traps. Yep. Uh-huh. Which is a good thing they have. So yeah, I definitely think that is uh, a good one. Yep. And then... um, honorable mention to Demons Downtown, I think. Yeah. But that one gets um, played a lot. It does. It does. Uh, but it it uh, puts uh, more uh, incinerates on the table that Mordo can spread around with soul barb. Yep. But I th I, I like us three uh, extremist yeah. madman infusions. Me too, because uh, we also get incinerated by those portals, and uh, we want to uh, keep our high defenses on the spider force characters. Yeah. The only like question I have is Mordo on mutant madman. Mm, yeah, for sure. I think we have enough other people. Him as a support piece is not going to matter as much. For sure. And he wants to be keeping his power for um, Ferocity Subsidirac. Yep. Um, I suppose maybe that um, one counterpoint to Mutant Madman is that uh, it is a crisis that doesn't force your opponent to come to you round one making it slightly harder for mordo to um uh, make use of the ferocity uh round one uh, you still have green goblin with a range for attack that can go from one b to the other b yeah that's true you just have to keep in mind to uh deploy mordo next to him on the same yeah. flank as uh, as green goblin yeah there are still options there, you know? Yeah. Now, and there's a web snare on Venom, for instance, if you, that you can enable by advanced R&D, for instance. Yep. Now for extracts. Mm. Um, hammers. Hammers, yeah. Hammers is um, probably the most neutral of the... Um, Extracts at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, um, extracts are really hard to design. Yeah. Uh, but I, I actually, um, since the switch to random crisis selection, uh, a lot of people have been a bit down on the five extract crises, uh -huh. um, uh, co namely Cosmic Cubes and Spider Infected. Uh-huh. Uh, because they think that if you are, um, if you don't have priority and are given extracts, then you're actually handing the opponent an advantage um, by letting them go first on an odd-numbered uh, extract crisis. Uh -huh. But sinister traps. Yep. Um, I, can, I can definitely see that. And we also have the range plus dice to maybe just pop someone who goes for that middle extract. Yeah. You just have to be a bit careful um, to uh, uh, because if your opponent has 
something like an enchantress or uh, something that can advance your models or throw them really easily round one, uh -huh. they can uh, quite easily get your medium-based characters um, within two of your own sinister traps, sinister traps to trigger it and uh, yeah. remove it, and also putting damage into you. And that is damage that you don't get power for because yeah. it's your own effect and not the enemy's. Yep. Um, but I do think cubed is a good call. I actually, uh, I just have to uh, 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 give you this short anecdote. Um, do you know uh, that uh, I have a friend who had Lizard die on round one without having any attacks made into him? <laughs> because it was a Spider-Foe's mirror, so there were two Sinister Traps on the table. <laughs> And uh, he wasn't, maybe he wasn't, he didn't think it all through, but he, he was like, oh, it's Lizard. He's, it's not as if he's going to die. So he moved up within two of the opponent's Sinister Trap, suffered something like three damage, and then was pushed into his own Sinister Traps. Which he does not get damage dealing... reduction from. Yeah, but the, 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 there was an insane amount of hits being rolled. Okay, but still. Because it yeah. just gets damage reduction from enemy effect, right? Yes, that's true. That's true. So he didn't get damage reduction from the last one. Yeah, so first I think there was four hits and then an additional three. So, yeah. <laughs> Bad lizard. <coughs> wow. Um, and then, um, do we want spider infected or do we want something else for a third one? Um, I kind of like cubes. So I already um, have cubes in here. So I, I have oh yeah, hammers sorry. and cubes. So we're talking about oh. a third one. Not necessarily. We could very well go spider infected, but not necessarily. Yeah. Um, I don't think we want any of the single extracts, though. Yeah. Um, because we're not good at stealing them. Yeah. And sinister <laughs> traps uh, have limited use on those, I think. Somewhat, I can. It's very funny on Wakandan Hub, and prevents a lot of turn one hub plays, or at least severely checks turn one hub plays in a way. You know what? I actually do think we want to go Spider Infected because uh, a card you mentioned earlier that we will be probably be seeing in the tactics card section is Well Laid Plans. Yes, and that is a card that gets increasingly better uh, with uh, the number of extracts on uh -huh. the table oh yeah so yeah yeah so i think we want to be going for as many extract as objectives as possible mm -hmm. so let's get those first two in there which are sinister traps and well-laid plans what is your next tactics card so sinister traps and well-laid plans because yes, vampire um, does not have a specific tactics card so we don't get to just jam that in um i really like uh venom's lethal protector yep he can uh use that to great effect when mordo has been chased down by a physical attacker for instance mm -hmm. um yep. and then mordo can use um uh, ferocity of Sidorak on the counterattack that yep. is going to be triggered by that uh, attack going into Venom instead. Yep. So that is a cute synergy there. Um, also, another thing that we haven't talked about enough, but we are, we have such effects that happen when an opponent moves between uh, tricks and traps and trick or treat and mm -hmm. stuff like that, that we can set up just zones of you don't want to move in here, that we can leave Mordo in relatively safely from the close-range physical attackers. Mm, that just that's a great Mordo point. Hit. Great point. Didn't think of that. Yeah, it's like, oh, your X-23's on two health? Come, come in. Let me just <laughs> blow up this size 3 car and then roll four dice into you before you even get an attack off. Haha. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. 
Um, um, we talked about it earlier. Advanced R&D. Yep. Uh, which the best art is the Dormammu promo art. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Domain of Dread Dormammu, which is a very fun organized play kit, also has the Infinity Watch cover as an advanced R&D, and it looks so pretty. Absolutely. Um, Grand Illusion Ooh, springs to yes. mind. That is another good one. Um, and since we're bringing the uh, sisters, uh-huh. um, excessive healing yes, is a great card. Yep, that is correct. Uh, one that I want to bring up. Just because we will be taking damage in this list, and it's another may- way to mitigate damage. Neogenetic Recombinator. Neogenic Recombobulator? Yes. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes that is a uh, quite fun card. And there's all- another little fun thing about it is that you can use it to uh, commit suicide with one of your characters that has activated in order to steal priority. Yep. Which is really corner case, but still a, a possibility um, that to really surprise uh, an opponent. Oh, yeah. So let's get that into there. And then what about uh, restricted cards? Yes. Um, I think med pack is a given. Yes. Um, but then I am not too sold on either Brace or Field Dressing. Uh-huh. Uh, brace because we have a ton of characters with four uh, physical defense. Yep. So we are not that afraid of having stuff thrown at us. Or using um, different type of defense for their dodging. Hmm. Yes, yes, uh, namely Mysterio. Yeah, that's correct. Um, And field dressing costs a lot of power. Uh And spider foes are not known for their uh, power surplus. Yeah. Um, So uh, my my suggestion here would actually be bitter rivals. That's what I was going to bring up. I think. Fantastic. Great minds think alike, I yes, suppose. because we, we want to be playing scrunched up scenario on at least the cure. Yep. And stacking this with Grand Illusion or doing Grand Illusion and this one after another are very scary propositions. Absolutely. I love doing that. Uh, having it two, having two consequential turns where where you're just saying that your, your opponent doesn't get to have good turns with his characters within a quite sizable area yeah. is uh, is uh, very, very nice. Um, so finally, I want to bring up Blind Obsession. Yes. Both thematic and great. Uh-huh. Do you know what is better than a Doc Ock with plus two dice? A Doc Ock with plus four dice. Yep. Uh, so we we knew this bit of math from back in the uh, Dune Prophecy days, where you could do Prophecy of Doc Ock, and he mm-hmm. would roll an average of five point five successes on eight dice with his builder, mm-hmm. which yeah. is an insane number. Yeah, I mean, uh, your opponent doesn't have to be that unlucky to actually get one shot there. Oh yeah. Uh, as someone who has one shot a Thanos with a Dark Ark, an injured Dark Ark with a Death Decree, it's scary. Yep. And also, we forget, Dark Ark also has a throw. He does. Only size two, but still a throw. Still a throw. Still good. And his spender is secretly kind of great. Yep. Uh, six dice, range four. Pierce, ignore cover, and line of sight. And don't forget the spider force leadership yep. as gravy on top of that. Oh, yeah. And add two dice to that. Yep. It's, I think, just blind obsession as a we need to finish this person off tool is great. Suddenly, um, 
this uh, the spider foes don't look so pillow fisted anymore. I've never thought them to be that pillow fisted. Well, there there was a discussion that about the fact that they have uh, a, a lot of uh, four dice uh, builders yes. on their characters, uh-huh. but um, uh, the the uh, leadership uh, update was uh, certainly certainly did help that. It did help, um, and I thought they were just fine the way they were before. But that's also me, the guy. The pers- the the person who played them for an entire season when no one else was. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 great to be to be the innovator. Yes, for sure, and also being able to say I played them before they were cool. Oh yes, always great to say <laughs> that. Um, so that is ten tactics cards. So we have a full list. We do. Um, so, our. For characters, we have Bear Mordo, Green Goblin, Dark Ark, Lizard, Mysterio, Venom, Carnage, X-23, Honey Badger, and Angela. For tactics cards, we have Well-Laid Plans, Sinister Traps, Lethal Protector, Advanced R&D, uh, The Grand Illusion, Exceptional Healing, uh, Neogenetic Recombinator, Med Pack, Bitter Rivals, and Blind Obsession. For Secures, we have Mutant Madman turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park. Intrusions open across city as seals collapse and riot spark over Extremist 3.0. And then for extracts, we have Field Grip's world as worthy terrorized cities. Struggle for the cube continues in spider infected invade Manhattan. So yeah. Yeah, this this became a uh, way more compelling roster than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) That happens on this show a fair bit. Like, you start digging more and more, and you're like, suddenly you're like, oh, I want to play this list. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and that is just one of the things that I love most about this game. There are so many hidden gems out there. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, just just look at uh, Black Order, which is like the, the main boogeyman and has been for a while. Uh, they were basically slept on for almost a year. Oh yeah. Uh, before I mean, uh, of course, Morgan Reed was playing them to with the great success and things like that. But but they were not they were not solved, uh, so to speak. They, they they did not become uh, obnoxious before um, people just suddenly realized. Oh, you you don't you don't need the reality gem on Thanos. Actually, you can just play time and mind and use them as a control piece and then and then they were just so frustrating to play against uh-huh. but and i i am convinced that there are multiple uh gems lost just like that one lying around uh-huh. uh in the stacks of cards out there just waiting to be to be discovered and and the other thing is i still think people are sleeping on solo proxima mm-hmm I've been using her in Criminal Syndicate for a long time as a support piece for Omega Red. Because mm. uh, her spear throw gives yes. out poison. And she yes. is very scarily tanky. And can randomly just kill people. She can. Yeah. And the long mover is uh, great uh, uh-huh. with, their, with their leadership. Especially on something like Scoundrels. Yeah. Uh, and Infinity Formula. Yeah, I like it. Uh huh. It's uh. She was one of the core. She went off one game that led to me turn twoing my opponent. Uh huh. Where I scored out sixteen points at the end of turn two. Fantastic. Uh, turn two. Yes. Uh, what was the crisis combination? Uh, cubes gamma. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, yeah, five, that can happen. Five points turn one, I killed all their cube carriers and had enough people on points to score all 11 points turn two. Uh, that is something that achieves, uh, that's, uh, that deserves uh, some sort of achievement unlocked uh, background noise. <laughs> but it was mostly because... Across a turn and a half, uh, Proxima Midnight Day three people. Oof. 
that yeah that's a turn and a, yeah so one per action basically uh so day someone on first spear throw day someone on second spear throw the other person on the point attacked her and she martial prowess and killed them off of the yeah. martial powers ah fantastic <laughs> it was brutal Um, but yeah, no, so I think she is so underrated. Um, I've also been yelling into the void about Agent Widow for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, about how she's secretly really good. Um, yes. I think that Interrogate is, uh, hugely underestimated. Oh, yeah. So I just want to someday play the, uh, out of extra, out of scenario VP team mm -hmm. of Inhuman splashing Agent Widow and Killmonger. Nice. Um, what do you think about Punisher? Punisher's With also good, but you can't quite fit him in there. And I think you get more consistent VP out of Agent Widow than Punisher, and it's a little mm -hmm. less taxing on your tactics cards. Oh yeah, you can't have both, but do you know where you can have both? Shield. Shield, okay. yeah. Uh, but then you don't get Tail Genesis. That is also true. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see more extracts in the games because the extracts are feeling very stale at this point. Yeah, we, we've um, we've lost Panic and haven't really gotten any uh, new extract to replace it. Um, but there, there are... There, there are some interesting ones. Yeah, there um, are some interesting ones, but they've gone, as I said, they're not bad, but they're stale. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and I think they have realized just how hard it is to design a extract. Totally agree. It's it's very easy. To, that is um, the first thing that uh, that gets abusable. Uh, is a, a an, an extract that is uh, it, it doesn't take a lot uh, for some um, crafty people to find find ways. Uh -huh. So yes. Um, anyway, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Um, easiest would be to find me on Discord, uh, where I uh, go by the name of uh, Huggy Bear, and um, I uh, uh, regularly stream uh, as uh, the sidekick of uh, the good Dr. Norbert on his uh, Twitch channel, mm -hmm. um, which is also on YouTube, where we do commentary on uh, uh, TTS games yeah. in the league. And um, up to top four, right? Or top eight? A, um, when this airs, I would assume that we would be uh, up to top four, maybe. Okay. This yeah. is um, Thursday, so only a couple days away. So, um, it, it, commenting on those games is great fun, and oh, there's yes. always a good time in the chat. So, come and hang around and uh, talk to us. Um, we we really appreciate it. Yes. Um, and if you want to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. Um, if you want to support the show, do so at patreon.com slash Lexa White, where you get fun bonus episodes. There should be one that is out by the time this is out about everything, everywhere, all at once. A really fucking good movie that everyone should go see. Um, and then uh, you also get to join the Morlocks Discord, which is just a generally fun time and where all of my custom creations are, which I am hoping to make more soon because there are a couple ideas rattling around in my head that I finally want to put down on paper, you know? Um, and then... Uh, if you want to reach out to the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com if you just want to send me an old-fashioned email. You know, those things. Um, and then every Saturday and Sunday morning at twitch.tv slash codabgames, I'm doing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game with the titular codab. 
So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. And keep experimenting, people.